Two KG Sports Minds have created a podcast to answer one very important question. What's the spread? Now here are your hosts, Brad Thomas and Miles Markowitz. Welcome in What's the Spread. Your boys are back to give you the best football bets of the weekend. It is time to talk about football. I'd like to apologize for not putting out an episode last week. What happened was we were both on the road. We were recording both sick. We forgot to check the audio when we were done. We recorded one side, not the other, and we are sorry. But guess what? This week we're going to win you some money. Let's get into the bets. Oh, the recap, actually. Right. So having that said, we still we still posted our picks yes, you know, for, for our followers on social media there uh, because, once again, we had a pretty good week. Uh, Notre Dame and Georgia. Georgia, 14.5-point favorites. Notre Dame ends up coming out tough. Yes. Looked really impressive in that football game. They cover the 14.5, 23-17 Georgia wins. So that was a win for me, loss for you. Michigan-Wisconsin, are you kidding me? Wisconsin covers a 3.5-point spread, 35-14. to 14. The game was never close. That was an easy win for both of us. Uh, Auburn-Texas A&M, another one that you and I both called very correctly. Both of us originally had thought that Auburn was the 3.5-point favorite when we first read the line. Yep. That ended up being the truth. Auburn wins 28-20 to as 3.5-point underdogs, so they easily cover. Win for both of us. And then the disappointment of the weekend, and for everybody across Central Florida, UCF, 12-point favorites at Pittsburgh. They were down 21 nothing. came all the way back, looked like they were going to actually cover the original spread, and then end up losing 35-34. to Yes, that was a heartbreaker. All right, uh, over to the NFL. Ravens, Chiefs. The Chiefs outplayed the Ravens the entire game, but the Ravens somehow managed to cover. 33-28, Chiefs win, but they do not cover 6.5, so that was a loss for both of us. Yep. LA Rams at Cleveland on Sunday night football. Uh, Cleveland was rocking that night, but the Rams come away with the victory 20-13, to and they cover three points, win for both of us. Texans Chargers, the Chargers three and a half point favorites at home. The Texans end up coming with the straightaway win or straight up win, 27-20. So a win for me, a loss for you there. And then the Giants and the Bucks, a loss for both of us. The Bucks, six and a half point favorites. They lose the game 32-31. Couldn't have predicted that Daniel Jones would have that kind of Couldn't have intro. predicted that the Bucks would blow a 15 point lead either. All right, so let's get right into it, Brad. Uh, we have another good weekend of college football, and how about it? Ohio State, their first appearance on College Game Day this year in Lincoln, Nebraska. Ohio State coming in to that game on Saturday night as 17.5-point favorites. Statistically, they've been one of the most dominant teams in the country. Top five in offensive efficiency and defensive efficiency. And it's safe to say that they passed the eye test, but with no real competition as of yet. And I don't think Nebraska is going to be the real competition they face. You think about it, Nebraska did not even beat Colorado. In my eyes, Colorado's a step-down team. Let's think about it. Nebraska normally does well in covering uh, conference games, 6-1 and one in their last seven. Honestly, those conference games, the spreads last season were, were ballooned, and they were massive. This season, I think this is a generous spread, 17.5. I do have Ohio State covering in this game. Justin Fields has not thrown an interception this year in 19 total touchdowns. In the Urban Meyer era, Ohio State struggled covering the spread because of the ridiculous numbers that were set for us. But in the Ryan Day era, we are 3-1. and one against the spread this year, and this we continue to have these favorable lines. Yep. We've covered three games in a row. I think that 17.5 against Nebraska is very favorable. Nebraska's still got a lot of work to do, and I'm telling you right now, the Ohio State defensive front seven is going to eat Nebraska alive. Adrian Martinez, you and I were right about this kid. He's got all the talent in the world, definitely a great quarterback, but Nebraska has so many more issues to fix a lot of than problems. just at the quarterback position. Uh, they've committed the second most turnovers in the country, 
And if you've seen any of Nebraska's games, they haven't looked impressive in any Not of their a wins. Not single game, which is crazy because they came out with so many expectations. So it's it, even on a college game day night, and and I'll tell you, I, I expect it to be close for maybe a quarter and a half. Yeah. But in the second half, there's no way that Nebraska has the talent on the field to cover the 17 and a half points. Absolutely. So I'll go with the Buckeyes as well. What do we got next? Uh, the next game we have, we have number 18, Virginia, at number 10, Notre Dame. Notre Dame is a 12 and a half point favorite. Miles, who you got in this one? So before I even saw the line for this one, this was going to be the game that I knew I was going to have the most trouble picking coming into this weekend. 12 and a half point favorites for Notre Dame. Because of how well they looked against Georgia last weekend, I really wanted to pick them at minus 12 and a half. However, they only totaled 46 yards on the ground against that Georgia defense. Yes. And Virginia has got a pretty good defense as well. I'm going to go with Virginia plus 12 and a half here because I think it's going to be an extremely defensive game. UVA coming in with a top 15 defense. Notre Dame's defense last weekend proved that they could be as physical with anybody in the country, and they are tackling the best that I've seen a Notre Dame defense tackle in quite some time. But I'm going to go with a 10-point victory for the Irish here. I'm on I'm on Virginia as well, 12.5 points. Give it to me all day with it. Bryce Perkins playing quarterback. He knows how to manage the game with the top 15 defense, like you said. Ian Book showed that he is not invincible, um, throwing two interceptions against that stout Georgia defense. I know Virginia's no Georgia but they will still be able to keep this game close enough for long enough. And it will not be an indictment on Notre Dame here. This is a legitimate Virginia program yes, on the rise that absolutely. has a very strong defense, and they play very disciplined. And as you mentioned, Bryce Perkins, uh, really talented at quarterback there. And he he was everything that we thought coming into the season yep. on the ground and through the air, uh, but he's really getting it done on the ground for them. Okay, number 21, USC. Number 17, Washington. Washington, 10-point favorites here. Brad, who you got? So... I, I want to say Matt Fink had a fantastic game last week. 351 yards, three touchdowns, one interception against one of the best defenses, and they end up upending Utah as the underdogs, 30-23. to 23. But with that being said, Matt Fink's first start, I do not think his second start will be as successful. Chris Peterson finally, his defense finally shows up, forcing three turnovers against BYU. I have Washington minus 10. Let's think about USC. They're dominant at home, but on the road, they are 3-10-1 against against the spread in their last 14 road games. Make it three for three. I am also going with Washington minus 10 here in one of my more confident picks of the weekend. I think that the Pac-12 picture is really starting to shape up here. There is a big talent discrepancy between the North Division and the South Division. And for those of you who don't know, up in the North Division, we have Washington, Oregon, and Cal who are really proving to be the three best teams in the entire conference. Yes. So I'm, it, it's, it's not that I'm not giving USC the, uh, the credit that they deserve for their strong start and a really good win against Utah, but I'm kind of starting to think that Utah may have been a little overrated. Yes, absolutely. I, I, can, I totally agree. And let's think about it. Covers in the last... Washington has covered in seven of the last ten matchups against USC. I just don't think Matt... Um, Matt Fink comes out with the same kind of success that he did last game. And Washington has been one of the most impressive teams in the country in their wins. Yes. And now their only loss against Cal looks, looks like, a it, lot better, looks like yeah. an okay loss. Yep. So I'm going to go with a pretty easy cover here for Washington. I've got a 17-point victory. Totally agree. All right, so let's go ahead and go into one that I picked here. Wanted to round it out with a game in the Big 12. Number 24, Kansas State. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, four-point favorites at home. And the reason that I wanted to pick this one is because I was so impressed with the Cowboys against Texas yes. last week. And 
I think here that there is a lot of hype around Kansas State because of that big win over Mississippi State, which, as we know, those non-conference wins against the SEC are always well-regarded in the voting. So I think that Kansas State may be coming in here a little overrated. So because of the strong performance last week and with Spencer Sanders... Didn't look his best through the air, threw two picks against that Texas defense, but kid ran for over 100 yards and found a way to keep them in the game. I'm going with OK State minus four. I'm going with OK State as well. Chubba Hubbard is a name to definitely listen listen for. Uh, six and zero in their last uh, six and zero in their last six games versus a team with a winning record. I think now is the time we can really start using trends like that because you know a team with a winning record after four games, you know if they're good, you know if they're bad. I do agree with you. I think Kansas State is highly overrated. Four points is not too much to lay here. And I'm glad that you brought that up because you know. The calendar is turning to October now, so yep. we can really start to trust what we've seen out of these teams so far. Uh, and Kansas State, give it up to them for that good start, but this is their first Big 12 game. Oklahoma State's already been tested. Absolutely. Uh, so we we kind of know more about the Cowboys here and at home, definitely taking the four. All right, so let's get into the NFL. We have a much-hyped game, especially if you are a Buffalo fan. The New England Patriots at the Buffalo Bills. The Patriots, seven and a half point favorites on the road. Miles, this one's interesting here. Everyone in the world is like, oh, you got to take Buffalo. You got to take Buffalo. Until people can finally score a touchdown on the Patriots, I'm taking the Patriots at 7.5. The Patriots are 5-0 and on the road and against the spread, on the road against Buffalo. So the last times they've played in Buffalo, they've covered the spread. I am not sold on the Buffalo offense yet. We know they have a good defense. We know Josh Allen might have taken a step forward. But this Patriots defense is elite. Growing up, we've seen this before, this Patriots-Bills game where the Bills get off to a hot start and, you know, they, they're excited for the game with the Patriots and this, you know, this is their yep. first true test. I've seen it all before. Tom Brady is 12-2-1 against the spread in Buffalo. That's an amazing stat right there alone. Incredible. I, I'm not going against Brady here. I don't care that it's 7.5 and, and I don't, it, it, okay, the Bills defense has looked okay. Yes. But... Last week, the Jets against the Patriots managed just six first downs, and they had 105, 105 total yards against his Patriots defense. They are just as good, if not better, than the Bills, and the Patriots have the experience of Tom Brady on the other side with that against the spread record. So yeah, I'm going with the Pats here, minus seven and a half. That one's too easy. All right, next up, we have the Minnesota Vikings and the Chicago Bears. The Bears are two-point favorites at home. I'll go ahead and start here. Uh, the Vikings were my winner pick for this division. It's turning out to be the toughest division in football. All four teams are basically sitting atop the standings here. Uh, I like the Vikings on the road here, plus two. I haven't seen anything, even on, uh, what was it, Monday night against the Redskins. I haven't seen anything yeah. out of this Bears offense to give me confidence that that they can still move the ball. But it's fair. It's also fair to say that Kirk Cousins is not, is not playing well either. We have two quarterbacks that are not playing well, but we also have two of the best defenses in in the league. The Vikings have Dalvin Cook, and he's leading the NFL in rushing. So as of right now, I like the identity of the Minnesota Vikings better than the Bears. So I'm going to take them straight up uh, money line here and with the points. So I'm going to take the Vikings money line and the points. Why? The Bears kids, they're averaging nine points this season. That's the offense. Nine points per game? The off- I don't care about their defense scoring. The offense cannot score points. Huh. This Vikings defense averaging 15.6 points per game allowed. It's just too easy for me. Their last six games against their last nine games against the Bears, they've won six of them. And the only uh, game this year that the Vikings have have had a poor performance was against the Packers, and it was still a close game. Yeah. I just think at this point, the Vikings just have way more of an identity, and their defense, 
not as good as the Bears. I think the Bears have the yeah. best defense in the league. But that stout defense in the good running game is really proving to be difficult to beat. Absolutely. The Bears have absolutely no run game. All right, what, what do we got next? Next, we have the Cowboys, two and a half point favorites at the New Orleans Saints. Teddy Bridgewater picking up a win last game. I don't care. This three point, this two and a half point line is beautiful for me. The Saints defense has given up 27.3 points per game while only scoring 19.5 points per game. Give me the team that's scoring 32 points per game in the Cowboys. Cowboys are racking up rush yards at 179 yards per game. I'm going to hammer the Cowboys Heck, minus two and a half here. Yes. The Saints game last uh, weekend in C- in, uh, against Seattle was very misleading. They had, I think they had two special teams yes. t- touchdowns in that game. Russell Wilson, if anyone didn't look at that box score, had 457 total Yards, 457. Cowboys, 6-3-1 against the spread in their last 10 games as road favorites. We've been saying on the podcast for the past two years, they've been one of the best teams on the road in the league. And now they're facing a, a guy in Teddy Bridgewater who really didn't have that good of a game last weekend. Absolutely. Hats he, off to him for, for finding a way to get the win. If it weren't for those special teams touchdowns, it would have been a totally different story. Right. It, it probably would have been a 14-point win for the Seahawks. So I'm going to go with the boys. They're playing uh, the one of the best teams in the league yes up easily. to this point covered in all three games that they played all right so panthers texans uh texans are four point favorites at home this is an, another one that i'm gonna hammer i liked houston last week against the chargers i'm gonna go with them again here against the panthers i think there's a little bit of a reaction to how good of a game that kyle allen had uh in arizona last weekend so i'm gonna take Deshaun watson and the texans to cover the four at home it's like people forgot that arizona's not good right Allen came out and played against a poor Arizona defense, threw for 261 yards, four touchdowns. I don't care. Do we just forget that the Texans just went on the road, played the Chargers, and not only covered, but they won the game as an outright dog. So I'm going to take the Texans, who are 4-1 against the spread in their last five against a team with a losing record. Did you guys realize that they came down from 10 points to beat the Chargers? This is a good Texans team at home versus a no Cam Newton, a Cam Newton-less Panthers team. And somehow I feel like the Texans have done this very quietly, but yes. I think that they look like one of the best teams in the league right now. I Absolutely. mean, people forget that that week one game against the Saints with the Saints at uh, you know full full strength there, Houston went toe to toe with them, and, and, and they've looked great ever since. Totally agree. So yeah, I'll, I'll be all over Houston here minus four. I'm really excited, Brad. Do you know why? Because this is the first weekend that we agree on all eight games. We usually have at least one of yeah. these weekends per season. And I can tell you that our trends, when we agree, are dynamite, especially this season. Super exciting. So now I feel like we're going we're to win a lot of money Time this to win weekend. some money this weekend. All right, let's go ahead and go to the dogs. Uh, that was the one section that we went ahead and cut last weekend. Uh, so we have the same standings. Uh, I'm sitting with 17 points. Yourself with 10 points. Go ahead and give me your picks. I'm going to give you my picks, and this might be an overreaction weekend for me, but I'm going to go Washington State plus six over Utah. The next game I have Marshall getting it done at home versus Cincinnati. Four-point underdog. The last game I have, let's keep the magic happening with UCLA. Finally learning how to score some points. Can't play defense, but neither can Arizona. They're a a six-and-a-half-point dog. Really like that UCLA pick. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, go with you there. Washington State plus six over Utah. I think Utah might be overrated. Yes. And I'll tell you, that Washington State-UCLA game was insane, but what it did tell me is that this Washington State offense is the real deal. Yes. Uh, So it's going to be tough for for Utah to stop, and they're not looking very good on offense right now. Arkansas State plus seven and a half over Troy. Very important game in the Sun Belt there. The two conference favorites going toe-to-toe. Arkansas State hasn't looked very impressive, but I'll go with them over Troy. And then on Friday night, I'm going with Maryland, plus six over Penn State. I think Penn State's overrated. Penn State's overrated. I like it. Give me Maryland at home. Guys, thank you so much for listening to What's the Spreads. Once again, we're sorry about last week, but hey, 
We agreed on all the games, so it's time to win some money. Be sure to download our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or however else you get your podcasts.